Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Footballer Season 2, Episode 14. This week we are joined by Maris Goff, otherwise known as Chris, from the Three Foot Tears podcast. Also joined by professional foot coach Steve Stokes, a.k.a. The Foot Coach, and the one and only foot podcast ambassador, the legend of footstock that is Matt Lamborn. Today is Friday, November 12th, just after the brand new promo that dropped the Numbers Up promo partnership with EA Sports and Adidas. We're going to go over all the information there, when to get all your upgrades, when to expect them. We're going to go over the new Season 2 changes that just came out, talk about the differences between Season 1 and Season 2, and we're going to break down all this latest new content, including the base icon SPC, the latest icon SPCs to drop as well, Player of the Month Salah, and so much more. Let's get into the show. Chris from the Three Foot Tears podcast, how are you doing this week? Thanks for joining us. I'm not too bad uh, myself. Uh, I've, I feel like you've just ruined my um, witness protection program by revealing my actual name on the podcast, but we'll take that uh, later day. But yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Well, the good thing is, is only only us four can see your face, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> people knowing what you actually look like. <laughs> As always, Steve, the foot coach, is joining us this week. How are you, Steve? Incredibly handsome. Uh, Chris, that is not me. That's not how I am. I'm good. I've just been to the toilet, had my little bio break, so there won't be any interruptions further on. Uh, what more do you want to know? Something tells me that's not exactly true about the interruptions, but I digress. Matt, thanks for joining us this week. How's your foot journey been going? I've had my pride wounded a little bit this week i logged on mm. after the division rivals reset and i was put down to d4 after being rank one and d2 and managed to to squeeze a few games in that evening played six true one lost five i was getting absolutely spanked i was playing whiz kids i some of the hardest opponents i have played against all of this year's games so far i don't know what the hell's happening so We'll try and correct that by playing a slightly softer uh, bit of weekend league qualifiers, hopefully, and, and see where we're at. But yeah, that sucked. So uh, I'm fuming, absolutely fuming. By with kids, do you mean people under the age of 30? Potentially, yes. Thought so. I would expect them to be, yeah. Yeah, I, I know what you mean about the, the foot champ stuff, man. I mean, it's I got to Division 1, rank 2, and <laughs> I failed to qualify for, for weekend league. Had three games left, needed to win one, lost all three. And it wasn't even close. Got destroyed in all three games. Could have been tilted, but we'll see. We go again, though. First thing I want to get into this week, we just got this new promo, hot off the press, numbers up promo. Um, not going to sugarcoat this one. I think it's a promo for promo's sake, so, sort of like Steve was saying earlier in our in our DMs. But other than Jota and Felix, the squad's pretty boring to me i don't know what you guys think chris how do you feel about it i have a feeling that this is just a money exploit by ea or adidas i don't know which way no. it is Either, it's, they it's, wouldn't do that surely <laughs> no stop it 
No, but we, uh, one of my co-hosts on the Free Foot Tears podcast sort of had this sort of theory that because of next year, we've got more football games coming onto the market with like the AAA. Also, FIFA might be losing the rights and 2K potentially picking those up. So there's going to be three new contenders onto the market that EA are literally going, okay, let's cash out as much as we can this year with FIFA because we've gone from promo straight into another promo, straight into another promo with no break in between. And this is like a bit of the first that we've seen. Like last year, it kind of was maybe a week before you started the next promo. This has been like one day, two days max, and then literally we've gone straight into a next promo. But yeah, this promo looks terrible. And the biggest issue I have with it, the final upgrade happens around team of the season. Like, who's going to care about these players when team of the season's dropping, basically? Well, hold on. I'm going to push back on that. You're saying you're not going to be excited about a Ter Stegen with 99 handling in oh, April? I mean, I mean, uh, if I'm a big German fan, maybe, but uh, not for myself. No, not at all. Uh, only realistically for me, good looking card that I might want to try out is maybe Yotta, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you on everything you said on a serious note. But Steve, I'm curious to see what you think about it. Well, a big mystery for me was why on earth it was called the Numbers Up promotion. And I think at least we can understand now that it's because all of the representatives from Adidas will be getting onto EA and saying, hey, fellas, your f-ing number's up. What the hell is this? F-ing? Their mentions must be terrible. If they're logging into their Twitter account and checking out the feedback that they're getting from being involved in this promotion, they've got to be asking some serious questions because the community... They are not happy about this, and and rightly so as well. I mean, most of the cards look like informs, and even then at a push. We've got cards like... across the board. Well, yeah, we've got cards like Matt's Hummels, and, you know, he's a centre-back with crap pace. So if you're going to put him in a promo, what are you going to do? What's the first stat you're going to increase? Well, obviously, you're going to up his passing, aren't you? It's, it's, <laughs> Don't stop doing 99, Steve. Oh, I still, yeah, oh, but man. he's wearing the wrong just, shoes for that stat increase. You've got to remember, mm. it's based on what shoes he's wearing. Well, Very this, true. this is another issue. I mean, this sets a whole new precedent in the fact that this is a sponsored promo, right? Let me say that again slowly. A sponsored promo. As if EA aren't already making enough coin here. They've got somebody sponsoring one of their promos for the first time. And it's just, I don't know, there's, everybody knows the Christmas song, don't they? I wish it could be Christmas every day. And kind of like Chris was saying there about promos, we've arrived at a situation now where it is Christmas every day. And these the promos don't mean anything. This, If ever there was a promo for a promo's sake, this is it. It's, it's, it's shocking. It's a disgrace, to be honest with you. Jota looks all right. Felix looks all right. Maybe Rayner, but my God, what the hell is it? I would even push back on Rayner. I mean, he's six foot one. His balance is 82, six one, high and average body type, 82 balance. He's not going to get it done. I just, he's going to be heavy on the turn. He's not going to be what you want him to be. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I think this is probably the worst promo I've ever seen. There's nothing there that leaps out at me and says, buy me. It's absolute trash. I'd argue at a push that that uh, Amadou Diawara from Roman might be value because he's going to be very close to discard. So three upgrades later, it might be worth something in a few months' time. But generally, these cards are terrible, 
stay away from them. I don't see how they're going to be sort of market viable in the long term or anything like that. They're going to get left behind so fast. And none of these upgrades are, are particularly good as they stand today. And most of the upgrades that they're going to get boosted to 99 won't mean anything for the cards that they've been applied to. So it's absolute dirge. I'm super disappointed. I was looking forward to a cool new promo and we've got this absolute nonsense, unfortunately. People are going to forget about them instantly as well, aren't they? They're going to be forgotten about. They're going to be, if people do buy them, they're going to stick them in the club and they'll forget about them. Their their price is going to plummet, I would imagine, pretty quickly. Hi. Why forgetting that I'm on a podcast right now? But anyway. (laughs) In case anybody is unaware of how this thing works, you got your initial upgrades today and you're going to get the second upgrade at the end of December, which is going to be a plus five to whatever the numbers up category they're chosen for and a plus one everywhere else. And the third and final upgrade will be 99 to the specified category with a plus one in April. Yeah. If you want to stay up to date with the current upgrades and when to expect them for the numbers up promo, be sure to visit the link in our show notes. That is going to be found at fifauteam.com. They've got trackers for all dynamic content. That's where I get my information. So be sure to check that out. That's all I'm going to say about it. I don't think we need to spend any more time on this promo. There's there's an SBC out for Marcos Asensio. I don't even know how much he is. Haven't looked. Not impressed by the card. But I know that Zwayback posted a pretty funny video this week about premature epaculation. And if you suffered from premature epaculation and opened your packs and season rewards before this came out, you probably did better by packing rule breakers players than numbers up players. Just my take. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. I saved mine and wish I hadn't done, but there you go. I got five rule breakers yesterday, so uh, I'm not going to complain. So, And two of them are in my first team as well. So there we go. Whereas if I packed some of these players, they probably would have gone into an SPC or just sat in the club collecting dust. Yeah, I saved all of my packs for the last two weeks and season rewards, and I don't really want to open them now. Because if I don't pack Felix or Jota, I'm kind of feeling like it's wasted. Before we move on from it completely, we do also have the Steven Bergwijn objective card, which is not great, but it's not actually that terrible either. I think if you perhaps stuck a finisher on him, you might have half a card. And I say half a card because he's got a two-star weak foot. His left leg is for standing on only. Uh, but, but he's a left mid, so cutting in, maybe getting across, hitting that finesse shot. Probably, to be fair, the best objective card we've had to this point. So I can imagine that being oh. reasonably popular. No, I cannot have that. Antonio's rule breaker card oh. is the best objective card that we've had so far hmm. controversial i mean bergwine's got 80 composure at least there's that well my goal scoring record with antonio would beg to differ hmm. <laughs> I, I haven't gone up against uh that rule breakers card yet that antonio card but he looks decent as long as he doesn't shit his pants like steve said last week but i've played it um, a few times and it is a bit of a handful to be fair hmm. snow fellaini fellaini matt how have you managed to keep quiet for this long about the, the Fellaini card? Mm. Oh, it's much better than the, these ones that you guys are talking about. But that way, he's an ideal impact substitute pretty much anywhere outside of the defensive line, anywhere in midfield or up front. He causes absolute havoc. 
So yeah, I'm enjoying that card immensely. I mean, it's not as good as it could have been because toning down his strength kind of defeated the object, but you do have an 80 plus pace for Laney, so that's novelty in a nutshell, isn't it? But yeah, very much enjoying that one. And the old Arnautovic to Fellaini combo makes me very happy indeed. Let's just, for a moment, let's just pretend Hunter isn't here. Let's let's just pretend that I'm doing the, the questioning. Whereabouts are you playing him, Matt? Whereabouts? Fellaini? Hmm. Well, he subs on as the Firmino role in your Liverpool tactics generally and does very well. Interesting. So you're not using him as a CDM, which is where most people would. Nope. I've got, I've got middle petit for that role, so you can't go in there. But uh, yeah, he is a, a troublesome impact substitute. I, I certainly haven't found a way to get him into my starting lineup because the the links are terrible. But uh, yeah, if you need someone to to do something different late on in the game, he's definitely good for that. One final question, Your Honour: uh, What's it like winning the ball back up high with the press after possession loss? Very good because he's got such enormous sort of grab range as well as. Mm high aggression, and he's weighty as well. So they do tend to win the ball more cleanly when they're going for those standing tackles. So yeah, it's uh, it's a pain in the arse to play against, put it that way. That's it. I'm done. I've, I've finished hosting. Oh, come back. Okay. Now. okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. I was, I was waiting to be brought back in. Um, season two, it's, it's here. New season. A lot of things happened about the weekend league and foot champs playoffs, points, we discussed it in DMs this morning. I still don't have my rivals rewards. My 750 points from Division One just vanished. Didn't go toward the 2,000 point total. But Matt, yours did go through. Correct. Yes, it didn't initially, but after they did whatever they were supposed to have done later that evening, it did appear. So it was a big uh, thumbs down for EA, but then a, a thumbs up. So I'm ready to play um, hmm. some playoffs this weekend with my previously accumulated points. I'm a little bummed out because I was really looking forward to playing this weekend, but there's no way I'm going to grind 2,000 points and play playoffs and play weekend league this weekend. It's just not going to happen. What do we think about the change from 1,500 points required for playoffs to 2,000 points required for playoffs, Steve? It's a little bit odd, isn't it, that people were taking to social media and saying, hey, look, this is my casual player. This is pretty tough. I'm, I'm struggling to uh, to get enough points in rivals to make it through to weekend league. I, I really wish they'd change this. And EA have gone, change this. Yeah, of course, we'll change this. Uh, we'll make it harder. We'll, we'll ramp it up from 1,500 to 2,000. You're welcome. And we're going to relegate you as well. So you have to play more games to get those points. Indeed. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, so they put out ahead of time that if you were in division six through elite, you were going to go down two divisions. And seven and eight, you go down one. If you were nine and ten, you you know you stayed where you were at. They have increased milestone rewards in rivals slightly. Haven't looked at it in a lot of detail, but they did increase the rewards for that. So in six weeks, you ought to be able to get some better packs. What about these level fifteen and thirty cards so far this season for the rewards? I mean, they're free cards, but to me, the level thirty cards for season two would have been bang on average as a level 15 card, in my opinion, at this stage. I mean, the thing is, if you turned the level 30 players into level 15, you'd have to take off some of the stats anyway to like make them lower rated so that they're more in line with the level 15 as it is. But it's not very exciting, the these like level 30, because they've not got gone for the major leagues. They've gone for like outside of the top five leagues this time out. Pask looks like maybe the best option from... 
level 15. I don't mind the look of the Coventry uh, City striker, which is at level 30. He's got some good solid stats, although I'm not really a fan of strikers with medium, medium uh, work rates because I find they tend to be a bit more static on the pitch. They don't seem to like running up the pitch because I'd like doing counter-attacking football, you know, good old-fashioned uh, FIFA, you know, run up the pitch as fast as you possibly can and hope to get a uh, goal or two. But uh, yeah, it's not really exciting me, these rewards. I mean, to be fair, if you compare them to last year, I wouldn't say last year's was that better off at this stage either. Really interesting card there. It's a little bit weird. Chris was talking about work rights there. Our old friend uh, Heil from Go Ahead Eagles. Heil, he's from Germany. He must have some sort of nickname. I can't imagine what it might be, what might go with Heil. Uh, but he's Don't he's a there. winger. I didn't. I didn't go there. I didn't. We could have we could have <laughs> sailed through that, Matt. Um, but yeah, uh, Heil, <laughs> he's, he's a left winger. Reasonably good stats, 90 pace, 87 dribbling, kind of like that. Look at his work rate. He's medium high. He's a left winger with medium attacking and high defensive. Uh, And he's got 60 defensive as as his face value stat there. What a weird card to throw in there. Yeah. I see A at the end of the day. (laughs) This all kind of goes back to what Chris was saying earlier. And I think this is is their strategy this year is – Flood the market as much as possible. Get everybody's teams as even as possible by giving everybody so many gold cards. Just flood the gold market consistently, forcing people to upgrade their teams via promos. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's how you get the most money out of this game. And the game is purely driven by content. I just feel like that's going to be the theme all year. You know, the free cards are going to be The gold market is super saturated already, and we're just seven weeks into the game. And it's promo cards are bust. To be fair, Hunter, it has to be driven by content by the very nature of what the game is. The gameplay is the gameplay. It won't and certainly shouldn't change over the entire duration. So you can't keep people engaged by shifting the gameplay. How else are you going to keep them engaged? It's, it's got to be through content, hasn't it? Ultimate Team didn't become popular off its content, though. This, this is no, a relatively true, new true. thing. Yeah. I used to play FIFA... 13, 14, and 15 with gold Modric from start to finish could still beat teams. And you can't, you just can't do that anymore. The, the cards with these unique body types, the way they move, they feel better. They're just, they're just better cards. They give you an advantage in the game. Um, said it on Twitter this week. If you're playing somebody on a similar skill level and you've got a bang on average gold team and they've got a God squad, you're done. You don't stand a chance. Your, your arms are just tied behind your back from the start. I would like to also add, back if I look at the number of games I played each year on FIFA, yes, back when in your FIFA 13, your FIFA 14 days, there's barely any promos. You only had, realistically, your team of the year, team of the season, uh, team of the week, and that was basically it. You didn't really have any promos. When promos really started to hit the floor, and on, I would say maybe FIFA 19, my the amount of games I played that year in comparison to any other FIFA just went shot up. I would normally play maybe up to maybe a thousand games in a pre like before FIFA nineteen. FIFA nineteen, I played about three thousand games of FIFA across the year. I think yeah, promos is what is realistically going to keep people on the game because if you didn't bring out the content. 
then people are like, and also if you look at Reddit, people always went moaning. Oh, it's no content day today. Where's the content, EA? Give us content. Where's the packs? Where's the promos? Where's where's the SPCs? Like everyone is not happy unless there is something given to them on a daily basis, basically. And I think it's. It, it kind of is EA's fault for creating it by creating these promos, by making our expectations higher. They've created a monster inside of us by wanting to have all this content in the first place. I think it also didn't help that we were never weaned off it this year. Normally there's a drop off at the end of a cycle. So at the yeah. end of say FIFA 20, they stopped pushing out promotions and then we got used to the being no content. And when it started coming through again in FIFA 21, it was like, wow, yeah, content. But with FIFA 21, they just kept pushing it all the way to the end and we haven't had that weaning off phase. So people are just a lot more demanding and, and feel a lot more entitled, I think. I don't know. I I partially disagree because at the end of every FIFA, you have that stage where they throw out like these SBCs that you can do for free, like last year, the 85 plus pack, that which you can then recycle into the icon packs because they're building up your... Uh, well, not expectations, making you happy about the game so that you're encouraged to go out there and pre-order it or buy it for day one because everyone complains all year round until it's like that September time. And then we're like, hey, look at this. Look at who I'm packing left, right and centre. Look at all these like best of players in packs and stuff like that. And I'm packing everything. Everyone's on a high. They go out, buy the next FIFA. They enjoy the first two weeks before they make the patches and they do the patches and it's back to square one of, uh, not enjoying FIFA, not not enjoying the gameplay. There's not really much content, and then you go back to the September, and it starts all over again. Yeah, fair. Matt, uh, the, the boomer in me wants to say, let's go back to how things were. I've I've been saying this for at least the last two or three versions. Okay, there's way too many cards in this game now. It's like I agree. every promo kind of makes the cards that came out in the promo prior redundant and on and on it goes. So you kind of force upgrade every week. You don't get that emotional attachments to cards that you used to get because you knew you'd be sticking with them for months, if not for the whole game cycle. You know, there were certain cards you can count on. And it's like what they've done with team of the year used to be like the promo. And if you got a team of the year, that was good forever. Now they're obviously very good, but they're completely knocked out of the park by a team of the seasons now. That didn't used to be the case. So it's not a, uh, you can't really bank on anything that you get at any stage of the game now being good to the end. So it's a constant cycle of upgrading. And given how volatile the market is, and we I think we talked about this last week as well, the, the lack of confidence that people have in terms of being able to invest their coins and it being good for even a short period of time is so low right now. Yeah. You know, if you're buying packs all the time, it's not going to bother you. But if you're actually trying to play the game without spending money, it's so difficult to navigate at the moment. And I do feel that when they chuck out promos like this, this one probably isn't going to make a big difference because it stinks. But generally, when they do the promo every two weeks, you're just completely wiping off the value of everything that's come before it. And that's all they're trying to do is, is okay, you've got assets in your club that previously you could have sold to get into the next promo. Well, you can't anymore because they're worth fuck all and no one's going to buy them. So going forward, it's just about wiping out all the value and say, come and get this, but you're probably going to have to pay for it. And that's kind of the difference of where we're at from three or four years ago now is that every week or every couple of weeks, there's something new, which it's great for putting stuff on social media and it's good for getting streamers hyped and stuff like that. But for Joe Average, not so good. 
Yeah. Well, one thing they did for us was they extended the amount of time that we could get these rule breakers cards until Friday when it was initially advertised as ending on Wednesday. It was going to end on Thursday and then it ended on Friday. They followed that up with an icon SBC, a baby icon SBC, where they gave people mid icons and to rectify that situation and saturate the market even more. They gave them the baby version and let them keep the mid, making the baby tradable. I don't know that that was a great thing to do for the market's sake, but it was very generous of them for sure. Steve, what do you think about it? I think it was pretty much disgraceful, really. It's, I, I talked about this last week and said that we've come to the point where EA are basically behaving like a bad parent. They're, they're erratic, they're unpredictable basically becoming completely untrustworthy and they're just creating such insecurity out there. I I bought a couple of rule breakers cards because I thought they went out of packs on the day that EA said they were going to go out of packs and I'm sure a lot of other people did. And then to to wake up the next morning knowing that EA have tried to bury this by releasing the news that oh sorry, you know, we got the wrong day. That they've tried to bury it by releasing it at something like 4 a.m., you know, UK time, when when the EU, the, the larger portion of their player base is asleep. It's, it's just not on. And and the the idea that they, they, they compensated people who were lucky enough to get a mid-icon instead of a base icon, these people were compensated for that. I, it's it's almost like they're going out of their way to be erratic and unpredictable. It's this. See, Steve, that was all part of the rule breakers promo. I I no idea. I mean, there's there's breaking rules and and trying to work your way into an institution, isn't it? Because that's where EA belong. The way that they're behaving at the minute It's just hashtag no confusion. Well, it's, that's, that really has died a death now, hasn't it? And, and rightly so. It's as long as we keep saying it, it, it stays alive, though. We'll that's just, true. We'll come on, and we'll talk to you like you don't know what you're talking about, and with a condescending tone, and just say hashtag no confusion. Thanks for sticking with us. And hey, look, you know nobody's going to hold them to account. There's going to be our little voice crying in the wilderness. Other people are just going to say like, mm, well, you know, it's, it's interesting. Let's let's see what happens with that one. Zaro's going to say all because he never does he's absolutely useless and it's just gonna it's gonna be forgotten it's gonna be washed over and uh it'll happen again in a few weeks no doubt interesting we did get some icon spcs um baby akocha and mid closer matt what are you thinking about closer he's never really done well in this game has he apart from Mm. i seem to recall getting um was a a record breaker one year that was super hype but generally just just a bad fit for Ultimate Team. Akocha's great, but again, how long is he going to last in terms of, of viability? But it's a fun card to use. I think he's usually destroyed by a lack of stamina, though, which is a bit of a shame for, for a winger. But um, they're not going to set the world on fire. And I think the reaction via the market or lack thereof, it was proof that this hasn't really... Um, hyped up the community much. You know, there was very little adjustment from what I could tell in the market to the the base icon SBC. It didn't make fodder go through the roof. You know, it might have upticked ever so slightly, but it, it certainly wasn't a game changer or anything like that, considering this is the first big SBC that a lot of people might have wanted to get involved in. 
So people, it's, it's coming back to that lack of confidence thing. People aren't even confident enough to submit their fodder right now. They're waiting for something bigger or better than, than an icon, which is crazy. Mm. Well, speaking of wingers that are better than icons, what about this player of the month, Salah, for 900,000 coins, plus one from his previous inform? His previous inform's about 550k. Savage P was talking about it in the Discord. Would you rather get this version of Salah untradeable for nearly a million coins, or would you rather buy the 91 inform version and have a tradable version in your club? I mean, to me, the choice is obvious. You'd be a fool to go out and do this card and commit a million coins it, this early. But it's blue. It, it's blue. Well, it is, it's very nice. Very pleasing on the eyes. You know, informs look horrible now. We've had them for so long. My inform Salah's red. It looks beautiful. Good for you, mate. <laughs> Biggest thing I would say is we could potentially have another Bruno Fernandez situation with Salah where he could yeah. potentially get back-to-back mm-hmm. player of the month cards. So mm. that's because based on his form at the moment, you couldn't put that out of the question realistically. So you could go and do it, but then if you go and do it and then he gets a, a player of the month next week, you kind of, uh, next not next week, next month, you, you'll hey, regret yeah, it's possible. doing the first could one. Be. Yeah, yeah it could exactly. be next week. We could Chris, have a second player of the month next week. You raise <laughs> yeah. an excellent points there because what this demonstrates is that the rating system that we have from day one isn't fit for purpose anymore because that was based on a time in Ultimate Team where they didn't give many special cards out where the top players in the game were in the early 90s or the late 80s in their rating. If Mo Salah starts the game, I think it was the 89 is gold. Yeah. And two months into the season, he's already a 91, and we know he's going to get loads more massive performances, banging in hat-tricks. He's, he's bound to get several more special cars or informs throughout the course of the season. You see where I'm going with this, right? They, they reach a glass ceiling far too soon, and we had it... I remember several years ago when Luis Suarez went to Barcelona and he had about five informs before Christmas. And then, okay, well, you know he's going to get a team of the season then, but it's pointless because his, his next lowest special card is already so good. So maybe they should be thinking, okay, we need to bring these starting ratings down a lot lower to give the cards that we know are going to get upgraded a lot throughout the season more room to grow, essentially, because at the moment, the fact that he's got two informs and he gets a player of the month, which should be a, a really significant upgrade based off what we've seen in previous years. He's only gone up plus one, but it's double the price. That's insane. Mm. It goes back to your, your initial point about how team of the year cards have become devalued. That's exactly how it happens. They, they've just they, they've got to have somewhere to go with them. There's not much wriggle room, and, and that's how it ends up happening. Well, if you look back at the, like, the older FIFAs with uh, Ronaldo's and Messi's, where they used to have three like 99 rated cards because they had the team of the year, the team of the season, and then maybe mm. like some other promo card or an inform that were like the same rating because they gave them those special cards to those guys like willy-nilly. Whereas now I feel like the more holding back with Ronaldo's or Lewandowski's, I think they have to score hat-tricks before they get like an inform nowadays, those sort of like guys, because... Yeah, like you say, the rating for Messi is 93 or is he 94? 93. Like, if you, he gets, like, two informs, which could be possible, like, that's 95, then you've got your team of the year. Like, that doesn't really leave many other ratings for 
other type of promo cards because I'm sure they probably like to give them a promo card somewhere down the line as well. With the team of the year, like you're saying, that that was the creme de la creme of promos. Last year, they made those cards a lesser rating than the team of the season cards, where in, in previous years, they were the same rating. So that you get in that sort of situation of always wanting to upgrade your team, always wanting to upgrade your team. It's only a matter of time before we get a, a 99 plus card. It's, it's got to happen. Because I think they did it. Did they do it on foot mobile or something? They have. They've got 125, I think, is or 110 yeah, is it, their it's, cap. It's going to happen. Guarantee it because they're leaving themselves nowhere to go with the current uh, rating system, unfortunately. I don't mind so much when you get players like Ronaldo and Messi, as an example, who get multiple cars of the same 99 rating because usually that will involve a position change and everyone goes balmy for those, which is cool. But Salah generally does not move away from the right wing. So he's going to get a lot of duplication and a lot of bad value for money on the market for, for that type of card, I think. He did have a few cards um, in central positions, actually, like inform-wise, Salah. Uh, he had like some centre-forwards or striker or something like that, like last year, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Yeah, so like he had a 92-rated striker card. That was an inform, a 90-rated in 19. He has had a few central cards. They can be more of an annoyance, though. It's difficult to get them into your team. I found that with Mane. If, if I play Mane at striker, I need a left winger. Bit of a nuisance. Well, sticking with these SPCs, we did get three new league SPCs yesterday. We got Eredivisie, MLS, and League uh, uh Did uh, the League uh, League SPC uh, this morning before I went took a nap after work. And I'm uh, just now ripping these packs. Haven't got anything yet, but... What do we think about the new format of these league SPCs? I think there's only four per league now, and they're all repeatable. For my opinion, I think it's not that bad. I, I think a lot of people are initially saying that, that they're terrible to do, but when you actually delve into the requirements for it, like only one of them needs players from the same team, okay? That has boosted like the prices of certain gold commons and uh, silvers and bronzes. But then the other ones, you can just pick players from the other team. So my plan for do it, rinse and repeating them is I'll save maybe two or three teams for that team that requires a full 11. And then for the other ones, I'll just take one player from like multiple different teams. So then what you can do is as you're opening up the packs, you can basically recycle. But I think it will work better once there's multiple leagues in there so once you've got more of the leagues added i think it'll work perfectly fine because then what you do is you do one league then go on to the next one then on to the next one then on to the next one then on to the next one and then once you've done them you go back to square one and i think you'll find it's very easy then to then stockpile packs for promos and stuff which for those that don't want to buy fifa points are very 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 simple virtually free of charge in my opinion as well because you can use bronze pack method to get the players as well to put into those SBCs. Also lends a bit of value to the silver market as well, doesn't it? Which is exactly which was very much needed. But yeah, I, people will complain about it, won't they? It's what people do. They, they've got the yeah. SBCs, but they're not happy with them. I I can kind of understand it. I, I miss the old the player cards that you used to get with them. Don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather have the player cards to get and... Um you know, still make them repeatable because and then, you know, that's fodder you can use towards other SPCs, but 
the one thing about the Liga One that I noticed, the silver cards from Liga One are going to be very valuable because you have to have 11 silvers all from a different team. So pretty much virtually across the board, all silver League One cards are selling for above 2,000 coins right now. It's, it's silver max, isn't it? Yeah, it's bronze or silvers. Yeah, so bronze or silvers, they're super inflated for League A1 and probably will be for the foreseeable future until this thing but changes. That's okay, or- though, because, okay, that's... If you were slow off the mark and getting onto that, that SBC, yep. then it's going to be more costly. But I don't see the future leagues being terribly different to the format they've done for this one, right? So people yep. can start planning, getting their stock in now for the leagues that are likely to come up next or further down the line. And it will be very cheap to do so. And as Steve says, it's good that you can actually get something out of like an Electrum player's pack now that's going to be worth something to you. Yeah, I don't see a, see a problem with it. It's it's nice that you can actually do something with with silver fodder that doesn't require you to go out and buy multiple players from every team like you have done in previous years. You just need a few players for a few clubs and job done. It's four four SBCs to to get the mega pack or whatever. It is. I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Uh, doesn't if you think that the main reward you know the, the one that you get for completing all four SBCs is worth it then then go for it I've done the league earn one I probably won't do the other two because the reward doesn't uh. seem worthwhile but for major leagues that are going to uh. come up in the future it seems like a decent format <laughs> to me I think the uh, the ones that are complaining most is maybe the traders that are hoping for like the smaller clubs where the silvers were going to go up to like 10k, 20k and stuff like that, where that's not realistically going to happen now. But from the casual perspective, it's very simple to do four SBCs. You can do that in what, maybe like 20 minutes easy. And then there you go. You get a nice, I mean, it's mega pack, not necessarily great and it's untradeable as well, but consumables for me at the moment have been quite hard to come by because of div rival rewards being on the lesser side and the mainly player packs and the same with um, foot champ rewards, mainly player packs. So getting hunter shadows, uh, anchors and stuff like that is a bit more hard to come by unless I go and spend FIFA points or something like that and open up packs, which I realistically don't really want to do this year. I packed a shadow earlier today, just didn't quite have time to get it on Twitter. I have packed my first numbers up player. Do you want to know who it is? Neuhaus. Neuhaus, yeah. Hummels. It's not quite that bad, but it is Diarrhea. Diarrhea. to say. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. Yeah. Well, he's untradeable. So, yeah. There's that. 13,000. Matt's player of the week. What more could you want? <laughs> I wouldn't go that I far, should be but... thankful. <laughs> he's going to be a f-ing beast in April. Well, that's all we have for this week. Last but not least... I want to thank all of the Footballers Premier sponsors who have recently signed up. We really appreciate everything you guys do for the podcast. It helps keep it going. And as part of these perks for Foot Premier sponsors, Savage P has elected to use his rights of having one of the hosts recite a line of his choice as he requested Steve Stokes recite the United States Pledge of Allegiance. Take it away, Steve. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's going to end us right here. Steve, Chris, Matt, thanks for joining us this week. 
uh, Chris, where can the people find you on social and on Twitch if you're streaming? Uh, yeah, so I um, stream on Twitch, and that would be Merzgoff on Twitch. You can find me on Twitter at Lord Merzgoff. Free Foot Tears podcast, which is probably similar to you guys. You can basically find us everywhere, wherever there's a podcast. YouTube as well, which uh, for the podcast would be FSB Creators. I also have my own YouTube channel, which is Merzgoff. I'm pretty much nearly everywhere, to be fair. I even have a TikTok as well. Like if anyone does that, want to watch that. Yeah. But that's, that's pretty much all my socials channels and stuff right there. Is that M-E-R-S-G-O-T-H for Merskoff? Yes, that is correct. Cool. Appreciate that because I would have no idea. Steve, where can the people find you on social media? And you're streaming again, finally. I am streaming again, finally. Yep. Twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. (laughs) I've got suddenly from nowhere. I've got a really bad cough. Struggling to talk and breathe. Twitch.tv forward slash the foot coach. Twitter at the foot coach. That's it. Thank you. Bye. Matt, what is the situation of your Twitch streaming? It's it's not looking like a, a good idea because when we did that emergency mm. stream the other day, people were complaining even then without any FIFA gameplay that my video feed was bloody awful. So it doesn't sound like a, a good idea for me to be Twitch streaming at the moment, but you never know, I might try at some point. But I think I need a significant uh, internet connection overhaul. It ain't going to be coming for at least another year, unfortunately. So... Uh, that experiment is on hold for now. Well, where can they find you on Twitter? They can find me at Lambo Matt with one T or say hi in Discord sometime. Sounds good. Sounds good. You can find me on Twitch. That's twitch.tv forward slash footballers pod, footballers with a Z. You can follow the show on Twitter at footballers pod with a Z. And you can follow me on Twitter at the foot hunter, the underscore foot underscore hunter. And that's all we got for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Podcast Network.